Movies like this one are the reason I made this podcast. Farhadi's A Separation was so good that I just want to talk about it with somebody. But before we get into it, I want to thank you for checking out the podcast. Hope you can join us in conversation for our next pick, 2009's The House of the Devil, picked by Trevor Scary Boy Dylan himself. We'll be talking about it with him, so write in and get your thoughts heard. Available to rent on YouTube and Prime for Three Bones, it'll be due by April 23rd at noon. Email your thoughts to projectorfuel at gmail.com and maybe we can learn a little bit from each other. By the way, I really appreciate your support by listening to this podcast, but I always get into spoilers and if you haven't seen this movie, I highly recommend you do before listening. Okay, let's get started. This was my favorite kind of movie experience. It completely won me over. I wasn't feeling too good last night, but I put the movie on to watch anyway. The first few minutes went by and I was almost going to give up and go to bed. But as soon as Razier tied the dad to the bed, I was completely hooked. By the way, forgive me if I butcher the pronunciations, there was a lot in this movie that reflected systems in Iran that I'm not completely understanding of, the religious system and the court system, for example, so go easy on me as I criticize and defend these characters. I was on Nadir's side the entire time. I didn't doubt him for a GD second. That's not to say I blame anyone else in this movie, in fact, the beauty of this movie is how real and sympathetic everyone is. The only gripe I have is with Nadir's soon-to-be ex-wife, but we'll get into that. Nadir's frustration when he first got home after finding his pop on the ground was completely felt. Razia was annoying me with her lack of leaving. As things progressed, they got messy, and even though Nadir did lie about the pregnancy, I don't blame him for it. That was a detail the courts fixated on. I believe he was innocent, and his admission of the lie would have only condemned him. Oh, and oh, Terme got involved and had to lie to the judge. What a scene. When the judge told Nadir to go get Terme, you could see the stress in in his eyes. The realization of what position he just put his daughter in. And she did it so well. Now that I think about it, if we jump ahead to the ending cliffhanger. All day today I was convinced Terme picked her father to stay with. He was so honest, kind, and loving to her. But then he did that to her. Maybe she doesn't respect him anymore after that. I don't know. But I do hope Terme went with her dad. Her mom, though the inciting incident, won't be blamed for what happened. But when she asks Nadir how he can do all this to his daughter, I was floored. It's not his fault. He's in the middle of being scapegoated to the point where it can ruin his life. Can't he stand to fight that at least? I'll admit Simin does a lot of good. She's there for him constantly and the divorce is brought on by her wanting a better life. But sometimes it felt like she was just trying to prove a point. In any case, at the end of the day, had they listened to her, none of this would have happened. Same for if she had stayed. What a perfect twist this movie has. We hear Razia was hit by a car a day before the accident. We get upset. But then we hear it was when she went after the father, and he's only loose because life was happening too quickly, similar to when Nadir pushed her. I love it. It's so human. Now I feel bad for her the most. What an awful situation to be in. I wish she would have taken the money, then at least everyone would have been okay in the end. But her religious guilt, set up so well at the beginning, holds her back. Wow. I just talked myself into loving this movie even more. Perfect screenplay and a perfect cast, all these performances down to Terme were just sublime. All so real, so messy, and so good. Thanks again for checking out the podcast. Podcast. I will always be down to talk about this film again, so please email me at projectorfuel@gmail.com and send your comments on The House of the Devil by April 23rd at noon. Hope to hear from you. Thanks again for checking out the podcast, and thanks to at the work of Rhea on Instagram for the picture in her profile. Stay home, stay safe, and I'll talk to you later. Yeah.